500 metres to run. Cross talk in front from Nimalee, who's sticking to the task. Two lengths away to Hinge. Top rank slightly balked there, getting to the outside. Ice Bath is two lengths away as Nimalee takes the lead now at the top of the rise. But top ranked is closing in. So's Hinge. Ellsberg taking a run towards the inside. Ice Bath, the wheels are spinning. It's top ranked and Hinge going to the front. Top ranked Hinge. Ellsberg's fighting on on the inside, coming home hard. Top ranked in front from Ellsberg. Top ranked. Ellsberg bobbed. Oh, close one in the Epsom. Ellsberg's really bobbed there on the inside and made it very close from top ranked. Hinge just finished third and they gapped the rest. Nimali, Ice Bath, Fangirl, Cross Talk, War Eternal, Kiku and Papali. Well, that was a great broadcast there by Darren Flindell, really uh, getting the action. And in the end, after a long, long wait, the judge couldn't separate top-ranked in Ellsberg. It was a dead heat. In fact, it was the third time there's been a dead heat in the Epsom, but the first one under photo finish conditions. I think the other years were 1873 and 1925. So 2022 will go down as a special moment, particularly for our first guest, his first Group 1 winner, Sterling Alexio. Sterling, good morning. And firstly, congratulations on winning the race, but uh, your first is a group one, your first group one is a, a trainer. Yeah, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Ben. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, no, big thrill for myself and my family yesterday. We'll talk about Ellsberg in a moment, but I want to talk about you and, and I want our listeners to know more about you. Just tell us how you got to where you were yesterday. Um, basically, I sort of had nothing to do with the industry. Um, my father had a bit of an interest in the punning side of it. Um, I started out doing a little bit of work for Julian Hoss Heinrich at the Gold Coast. Uh, just progressed to a stage where I thought I'd, you know, I really wanted to move to Sydney or uh, Melbourne metro area and uh, linked up a bit of a, an association with Gerald and um, 10 years later, here we are. Congratulations, uh, Sterling. Um, I, I, that was clearly the highlight of the day in terms of the spectacle of it, the 10 minutes. It must have been the longest <laughs> 10 minutes of your life waiting for that photo finish. Uh, was it? And did you think you'd won or did you think you'd dead heated or did you think you'd, you'd lost no, I, originally watching it in uh, live speed, I thought I won. I, I'm pretty good ju- judge at um, judging the photo, uh, sort of the the finish, and uh, I thought we'd got it, and I got a bit excited there. And then as I was walking out under the the tunnel at Randwick, they they pulled up the slow mo the uh, the side shot, and uh, in that instance, I thought we might have got beat. And then, um, as you said, it, it just went on for um, a far school amount of time. I thought, oh, but now that something's happened with the, um, with the camera, it hasn't worked or something. So there's, there's lots of things running through my mind at that stage. Um, yeah, it was just a, in the end, to see it go up a dead heat, it was more of a, more of a relief than anything. <laughs> we were saying just before, the actual weight, which was shown on Sky Thoroughbred Central, it lasted a long time, and 10 minutes uh, probably to you felt like an hour, but you became part of the actual theatre after the event with uh, standing with Annabelle Nishman on the track. And I could see there was a lot of nervous laughter there, but, but the adrenaline that must have been going through you would have been extraordinary, just waiting. Yeah, it was. And as you said, in the end, it was just, it was just a relief. Um, you know, we'd, we'd prob- I'd gone from obviously thinking I'd just won my first group one to all of a sudden you start doubting yourself and things running through your head. You think you got all excited for nothing and they're going to take it off you, but... Um, I think both the jockeys were in that sort of frame of mind too. They'd, they'd probably both thought they'd, they'd won and come back to scale. And in the end, I think between me and Annabelle and the two jockeys, I think everyone was just relieved. Um, you know, we all come out winners. 
I bet you probably wouldn't have thought you would have got your first Group 1 with Ellsberg. It's always struck me as maybe a fringe Group 1 horse, but I suppose when the Epsom came up pretty light on like it did, you you, you were in there with the show. Yeah, and look, we've probably been on the record, Gerald and myself, you know, saying that, you know, he's, he's you know, a very good, honest horse. Um, obviously, he ran third in the all-aged in the, um, in the autumn, and... You know, things didn't obviously go his way uh, up in Queensland um, on, on a very firm track at Eagle Farm. But you know, he's been we've we've looked after him all his all his career because he's looked after us and we, he's been very well placed. We've um, picked out his race as well. So um, you know, when it, when that race come up a little bit light Tuesday morning, we sort of thought you know maybe it's time just to throw you know caution to the wind and just accept up and what'll be, what'll be, you know, you'll be the 20 to one shot, a bit of pressure will come off. And it was good because it gave us the chance to ride him, how we've been itching to ride him for, for quite a while. You know, he's, he's a, lot, a lot of the Sydney jockeys and probably the press have got him penned as a, a horse that needs to lead and get his own way to, to be at his best. But um, I think he just appreciates a good rolling tempo and a bit of room to move. And, you know, when he gets that, we, we get a result like yesterday. I thought the, I don't know if you've seen it, but I thought the overhead shot of the last 100 metres or so was really fascinating because it looked like your horse was sort of going to be beaten. Like the overhead was, you know, sort of slowly making ground, but, and, and then just really sprouted wings in the last, the last little bit. Yeah, he, he's got, he's got a really good first up record and he's, his second up form's pretty, um, although he's run some good races, he's never been able to win and, yeah, um, we we thought we had him pretty right the other day, and uh, it was a bit bit disappointing after the race. He, you know, they it sort of got it soft enough on speed, and they just seemed to go past him a bit too easy for mine. But he he seemed to cop the back up really good, and his work on Thursday morning was as good as he's ever gone. So, um, yeah, it's good to good to see him show show a lot of fight too. Um, obviously, Huey and Annabelle's horse was only second up, so he might have been feeling the pinch late. But he's just a great old honest horse and um you know he's got a great group of bonus yeah, exactly right and you make a good point there that i i hadn't realized that this was the way the way he was ridden yesterday by brett Nevdala. this is the way you wanted him ridden because looking at the the replay of yesterday watching the race live then watching the replay i know it's a career best because it's a group one but i think a career best performance as well the fact that he sat back and he was finding the line grimly he was he was as he was in a real dogfight, and you know, to be fair, you got to say what you think. I didn't think he was that sort of horse, but he, he showed it clearly yesterday. No, and I, to be honest, I thought he was really, really poor in at the weights. Um, you know, he's given weight to a couple of you know Fangirl and Hinge, both Group One winners, and you sort of give him four kilos, five kilos away to that caliber of horse. It sort of um, doesn't make you feel very well going into the race to start with. So, um, no, as you said. He's 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 got a really um, sort of short SP sort of profile, and we've, we've probably ridden him to take out, uh, luck out of the equation a lot of the times. And it was just good to sort of go in a race with no pressure and just go out there and ride the horse and how the how the race unfolded. And and just to to end on that point too, these races, these Group One races, you know, I think as the results showed yesterday with with the margins, it was dead eat by a a neck or something, there's not much between these horses at the top level and you can't win all the time. In fact, it's bloody hard to win. So he's been in every dogfight. You look at his, his record, Doncaster, All Age, Kingsford Smith, Theo Mark Shannon. So it went his way yesterday. But before you go, tell us about this five diamonds race. Yeah, so it's 
uh, set weight and penalties at Randwick in two weeks um, for five-year-olds only. Um, he will, I, I think he'll cop a three-and-a-half kilo penalty after winning Group 1 now, so he'll have to carry 59-and-a-half. But um, that was the that was the idea. Uh, we are going to go three three weeks from the Shannon to there, and obviously when it come up a bit, a bit light, um, the Epsom, will, we got away with the win yesterday. But um, if he doesn't sort of give us the feel in the next couple of weeks that he's ready to go back to the races, he won't. We'll find another race for him. But at this stage, you'll you'll go to the Five Diamond Prelude, and it's worth a million dollars. So uh, prize money in Sydney is great at the minute, and. It's hard to sort of turn your nose up at races like that and start looking elsewhere. So just to clarify, so there's a prelude and then the five diamonds. When is the five diamonds yeah. race? So the five diamonds race is at um, Rose Hill. So that's two weeks after the prelude, which is on Everest Day. And that, okay. that's over 1,800 metres. So that's probably a bridge we haven't crossed with him, whether he, um, you know, whether he could sort of sustain that gallop out to 1,800 metres. Um, you know, it's a little bit of a query, but... Um, something we'll probably have a bit more of a think about after his next start. If you don't find a five-year-old race with two million two hundred, do you? <laughs> no, no. And when you do, you want to sure win have a think about that. <laughs> hey, uh, look, congratulations. Uh, love these shows when we can speak to people who, who achieve milestones in their careers, and you've done it yesterday under very spectacular circumstances. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Ben.